Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And especially now with the opportunity to get Uh-oh. another one. P.J. Washington, another welcome to Dallas moment. He catches the alley-oop. And the newest Dallas Maverick joining us for the final hour Hump Day edition. This pump time live on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Sean, RJ, and Bobby joined by PJ Washington on the DNM Leasing Hotline here on 1053 The Fan. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. We just are shocked that we could get one of the Mavericks to wake up with us this early. How did they convince <laughs> you to do this? You, you, you drew the short straw, huh? <laughs> No, I mean, I'm an early morning person, so I'm, I've been up, so I'm good. <laughs> what what time do you usually get up? Uh, I got small kids, so like six, seven. I'm always up around that time. Uh, yeah, all right, how I'm many good. How many kids and what are their ages? Because uh, we're all dealing with that. Well, I'm dealing with the, the, the small kids right now. How many and, and what are the ages? I got three three boys, one seven, one two, and then one is uh, one. What is yeah, on the tele- What is right. on the television the most uh, in terms of the kids' shows, the, the one that you're sick and tired of hearing? Uh, Bluey, Miss Rachel, a bunch of different stuff. So yeah. Those are the main two. Bluey dominates. I've still not seen Bluey. I, I, I might watch Bluey even when my kids aren't around. It's that's such a good show. Sure. That's <laughs> it's such a quality program. Now, P, PJ, we were looking up the bio and all the background stuff. You obviously obviously have ties to Frisco, but, man, you've, like, always listed Dallas kind of, like, as the hometown, even your Kentucky bio and stuff – You've always been proud of the Metroplex. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I've lived here the longest, so um, I moved around a lot when I was little. And I got here in like first grade, and then I left in like tenth grade. And uh, Dallas is always—I've always looked at it as home, and I've always kept it like in a special place for me. So, like, my phone number has never has always been a Dallas number. I've never switched it or anything. So, for me, this is home. Now, when you got traded, did you know exactly where you wanted to live? Like area wise, were you like, uh, find me a place here, or you kind of listen to the the Mavs advice on that? I listen to the Mavs advice just because I, I, I mean, obviously I have kids, so I wanted to put them in the best area I could. So for them, um, that was that was my main focus with that. Did you go right back to Frisco? <laughs> I couldn't right now just because it's so far, but I'm in a, I'm in a good spot. Yeah, PJ, when you got that news and, and you knew you were coming back up, you know, come back towards Dallas, what was that excitement like? Did it feel like, oh, man, this is going to be homecoming. I'm going to be able to place my roots. This is somewhere where I'm going to be able to be comfortable professionally and personally. Yeah, it just definitely felt great. I mean, just coming home, coming to an organization that wanted me here, 
just just felt wonderful. And uh, to be back in Dallas, I mean, it, it was full circle for me, and I'm just happy to be here. How did you spend your all-star break? <laughs> I went back to Charlotte and started packing a bunch of things so I could, so I could move into my place down here. <laughs> did, did you uh, did you watch the game or any of the festivities over the weekend? I couldn't get a chance to just because I, I, I had so much stuff going on. I had movers. Um, just trying to bring a lot of my different stuff. Um, trying to say my last goodbyes to my uh, family and my kids and stuff. So uh, I, I didn't get a chance to. So a lot of the social media, media in general, fans not happy with the you know, the the weekend. Did is is the same sentiment being kind of displayed between the players you've talked to? Like it kind of kind of blah. How do you fix it? Um, honestly, I mean, I have no idea. I guess uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know why guys aren't, aren't taking it that seriously. But um, I mean, I, I I don't know the problem. I I think. Uh, there obviously needs to be more competition, so um, I think that's the biggest issue. PJ, you know, you were a guy we saw who you were, you know, you had two basketball playing parents, everything like that. And so, so when we talk about defense and effort and some of those things that, that goes by the wayside, maybe in the all-star game, that's something that it seems like you take real pride in is, is the way that you play defense and, and, you know, your fundamental game, your all-around game. Uh, how important is that aspect to you to say like, Hey, even if maybe I've not having a good shooting night, maybe this isn't going so well on the offense. I know I can still impact the game on the defensive side of the floor. Yeah. For me, I mean, I just try to impact uh, the game the best way I can. And if one night is shooting, it's, it'll be shooting and defense. But for the most part, I feel like I can defend each and every night. And that just comes with pride and uh, just effort on that end. Do you remember the first time that you beat your mom and your dad one-on-one? Well, um, they they never let me get a chance to beat them, but they stopped playing me really early. So. <laughs> That's smart. Okay. That's smart. Yeah, they stopped playing me really early. How about the competitive? <laughs> I started dunking, it was kind of over. <laughs> How about the com- uh, the competitive level amongst the three? How would you rank them between you, mom, and dad? Oh, it's super competitive, and it's always been competitive. Growing up, we would always go outside and shoot and have uh, shooting competitions. But like, like I said, now they don't want to do any of that stuff anymore. Yeah, but who's the most cutthroat? Like, who would cheat in a game of go fish like Michael Jordan used to do? Everybody. <laughs> Are you going to be like that with your kids? Like, not letting them win in the video game or swatting everything over the fence? Oh, yeah, Bill's character. I'm not going to let him win in anything. So, see, yeah, you got you got the, the three boys. So, I mean, are you going to have, like, a is there going to be a LeVar Ball situation? Or are you just like, hey, these three, like, I, I'm, I'm going to get these three all up to the NBA. We're, they're going to be a dynasty here. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, I mean, that's, that would be a goal of mine one day, obviously, but, I mean, it's whatever they want to do, and I'm going to stick beside their uh, their wishes and aspirations and just try to be the best dad I can. Newest Maverick, P.J. Washington here on the DNM Leasing Hotline. What did you hear or think about the Mavs organization from the outside, P.J., and what's been the biggest surprise since becoming a Maverick? Um, I, I've only heard good things about the organization, and uh, obviously the biggest surprise for me is just the way people are treated here, the way they treat me, um, my family, uh, just everybody um, welcome me home in a nice way and uh, just being there for me. So it's all, all love and uh, just feels like a family atmosphere. Same question about Luca and Kyrie. You know, a lot of noise around Kyrie since he's been here. Seems like he's been a model teammate, not dealing with a lot of the controversy from the other stops that he's been at. And, and then also, what did you – Know or think of Luca? Just outside thoughts, and now experiencing Luke and Kyrie as teammates yourself. 
Um, obviously, they're two of the best skilled players in the league, um, and just coming from different places, having to play against them, they're always a tough matchup. So, just coming here and uh, seeing how they work and uh, who they are as people has just been amazing. Um, I think they're they're obviously one of the two of the best people to ever play the game. So, just being alongside of that has just opened my game up and, and helps me in, in a bunch of different ways. So, I'm like I said, I'm excited to be here. Is there someone else that can match Luca that you've played or practiced with? in college, any, any NBA, whatever, in terms of trick shots? Like, every time there's a highlight of Luca with some crazy trick shot, is he is he the GOAT when it comes to that category? Yeah, I, I, I've never seen anybody do anything like that, so I definitely think he's, he's the GOAT when it comes to that, for sure. Uh, kind of in the same, you know, genre of that is, have you, is, is Kyrie clearly the guy with the best handles in the league? Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's a debate when it comes to that. I mean, everybody knows that. Everybody has known that for years. So I mean, he's definitely one of the one of the best to ever do it, but definitely the best right now. So PJ, we you know we talked about your commitment to defense and the things that you do over there. So from a defensive perspective, I'm curious. We always talk about like when you look at Luca, just as as you know, in a box and look at how he is as an athlete and everything else. People would look at it and go like, you wouldn't necessarily expect that he'd be the most one of the more dominant offensive players in the league. And I know. Kevin Durant's talked about the way that he plays with pace and can slow things down is what makes him like really difficult to guard. What would you say as a defender, like if you're going to give the scouting report on what Luka Doncic does well and you're communicating to people, what is it that he does as an offensive player that makes him as good as he is? Um, he does everything man. at a very high level. He can shoot the three, he can shoot the mid range, uh, he can pass very, very well. So, and he can finish in the paint. So, I mean, he's a three level scorer that went amazing. Um, playmaking ability. So it's definitely hard to, to guard him. Um, you got to just force him to take contested shots. But even then, I mean, he's bound to make most of them. So he's, he's a force to be reckoned with, and he's definitely hard to cover. We always uh, ask this question to football players after they're traded about the playbook. Talk to us about picking up Jason Kidd's plays. Like, you guys just thrown out there on the floor, pick up street ball, you and Gafford, um, you know, coming on over, like, how many plays do you have to learn? How, how how does that progression work coming over to a new team? Uh, for me, I mean, I've always been locked into plays and stuff like that. Just coming from uh, my parents, they've always instilled that into me. So for me, it's not really that hard. Um, I say it's, it's a lot of the same stuff, just with different name calls. So um, really, it's just about spacing and being in the right spots and, and knowing what to do based off uh, somebody else. So it's just playing reads, honestly. P.J. Washington here on 105.3 The Fan. Who was your favorite player growing up? Uh, Kobe Bryant. Okay. Uh, now you have uh, some pretty big names connected to your basketball story, so we're just going to ask for your best story about each one. Everyone okay. has a legendary MJ story. So what is your best MJ story from Charlotte? Um, when I first got drafted, um, we were doing a little uh, uh, event for the community, and uh, he addressed everybody by their name. And then uh, I had first, I had walked in, and he kind of hit me on my chest and said, what's up, Rook? And I just started kind of laughing. I was like, okay, so everybody does that now. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you did you play or practice with him at all? No, he never uh, he never got to practice with us. Um, but he was definitely in there a couple times watching us. So it was definitely uh, surreal just having him around. And obviously it was great for the uh, organization. Now, could you have, like, all access? Did you have the phone number? Could you could you send text messages if you wanted? 
Yeah, definitely. He was definitely around and definitely uh, was uh, a mentor for all of us. All right, what about Coach Cal? I know that there's that the, 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 the thought in the college game, as soon as he starts referring to his players as my guys, that's when he really likes them. But uh, any great Coach Cal story? Um, I don't know if I have any great stories, but I know uh, definitely he was one of my biggest supporters, and to this day he still reaches out to me and uh, we still talk. So just having a guy like that in my corner has been great for me, and I'm just happy to, uh, to even have a relationship with him. I mean, he's one of the best coaches of all time. And uh, just my time there at Kentucky, I had a great time, and uh, I just wish nothing for the best for him uh, going forward. Was his recruitment of you very easy? Like, was it quick snap decision, or was it tough for you? Because he seems like he'd be the, the best recruiter ever. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, why people, so many people go there is just because of the fact he doesn't lie to you. He says, uh, you're going to have to work for everything. We're not giving you anything when you come here, so... I mean, I was the only school that told me that, and I just kind of ran with it and wanted to go there off, off, uh, off rip, honestly. So we talked about Michael Jordan, John Calipari. What about your uh, AAU coach, Penny Hardaway? You got any good stories about him or, or just in general your thoughts on, on how he was to play for? Uh, I love Coach Penny. Um, he actually um, is related to me. My mom's – my grandmother grandmother's brother is his dad, so – we're uh, definitely related and definitely uh, real close. And um, just for him to be able to mentor me at that age meant the world to me. Just being able to play with his team. Uh, I spend nights at his house just trying to get better and all type of stuff. So for him, just, uh, I don't know, I think he's just one of the best mentors I've had so far. Did you have to study up on his highlights or you were familiar with his game from back in the Orlando days? No, I was familiar. Uh, my parents definitely uh, showed me all his highlights at a young age. PJ, uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. We appreciate you. Uh, well, you were up for two hours watching Bluey anyway. But well, <laughs> welcome back home. Successful and healthy second half of the season, and we look forward to seeing you on the playoffs. Thank you. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. There he is, PJ Washington on the DNM Leasing Hotline here on Sean and RJ. Boy, he's got the uh, he's got the pedigree. The basketball playing yeah, parents, does. the Penny Hardaway AAU, then Calipari, then Jordan, now Jason Kidd. Just doesn't stop with him, man. All right. Uh, we have a couple of crimes, a couple of local crimes that RJ and I may be investigated for. We'll oh. tell you about them next on 105.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Crosstalk with the KNC Masterpiece coming up at 940 here on 105.3 The Fan. Nice job, Pepe, getting P.J. Washington from the Dallas Mavericks. But we have yet to play the audio of the day. Bobby, you're going to love this. Ooh, You're going to absolutely love J.J. Redick, who yesterday on first take was tired, sick and tired, just like Bobby, of all of Doc Rivers' excuses. Milwaukee lost to Memphis. But, like, two guys on a 10-day contract coming right off the plane. They had Dame. They had Giannis. I love what Shaq said to Dame uh, at the All-Star game. He's like, no excuse for y'all's record since Doc. Like, no excuse. You need to go back. You need to wring some necks. And you need to be the contenders that you're supposed to be. And he just gave it to him straight up. And J.J. Reddick gave it to Doc Rivers straight up yesterday. I've seen the trend for years. What's the trend? The trend is always making excuses. Get Doc, we get it. Taking over a team in the middle of the season is hard. It's hard. We get it. Just like getting traded in the middle of the season is hard for a player. We get it. Mm -hmm. But it's always an excuse. It's always throwing your team under the bus. They lose to Memphis. Oh, it's his players. Memphis was playing G League guys and two-way guys. And then you look at his quotes over the weekend. Now he wants to take credit for the James Harden trade to the Clippers working out. He wants credit for that. There's just no, <laughs> there's never accountability with that guy. Well, there's never fit. accountability. And JJ Ooh. played for him. Yeah. For four seasons mm. in LA with the Clippers. Yes. So he knows him very, very well. And he just destroyed Doc. Look, this has been. It has been really irritating to hear Doc just go like, boy, I wouldn't wish two superstars like Giannis and, and Dame Lillard on anybody. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't wish, wish this on my worst enemy, the situation <laughs> that I'm walking into. Oh, my. I have to coach the All-Star game and get the bonus check? Mm. Oh, what a, what a horror. Terrible. And, yeah, like all, all the while you're going, what, five and eight? I now see why he says he wouldn't wish this on anybody because it's clearly that difficult yeah. for Doc that he's gone five and eight now. Oh, I mean, just the idea of taking over a team with two of the 10 best players in the NBA, right? As about to start a road trip, we might have to play Memphis. Oh, you know, like that's and, well, what a terrible thing to do. And listen to more of this. I don't, th- there's some phrase for it that he's doing. I don't know whether he's trying to be humble or not. Um, or he, he's just, he's just trying to like connect and be this likable dude, which he's known to be right. This is doc on Sirius XM. I, I don't even know why Milwaukee wanted to hire me. Personally, I, you know, I, I'll be honest. I, I told our owners uh, when they called. I said, I think you, you, I don't understand why you're doing this. You know, um, <laughs> and they said, you know, one of the things they said was, well, it doesn't matter. We're, we've done it now, and um, we, we we want you. And, and so that was a tough one. I didn't. I, that was. That's where you had the hesitation. But you could have said no. Is this guy insecure? Like, is he doing? Is, does he have a confidence issue? Is this just, you know. F- False likability here. You've seen the movie Casino. Of course. Great. Uh, great movie. Uh, underrated. Uh, I think it's a better movie than Goodfellas. Would be nice if we could get one here. Uh, it'd be very <laughs> nice. But it's the uh, Joe Pesci talks about Robert De Niro. You try to talk him into something, he'll try to talk you right out of it. Like, you know, there's really no way I can actually make this happen. You can't do this. This yeah. is not going to work. This is Jerry West. I, and that's Doc. And Jerry oh. West was known mm-hmm. to be like, I, I can't do it. Like, as, as the GM. Like, that's the way he's portrayed in the great Lakers show that got canceled. But there's Doc. Oh, why, why? 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 Why would you want me? Yeah, and look, I mean, they're they're definitely defenders of Doc Rivers. I know. Yesterday afternoon, uh, ESPN NBA analyst uh, Austin Rivers uh, had, <laughs> had said, uh, in terms of accountability, talking to JJ Redick, in terms of accountability, 
your best years in the NBA were when you played for him in the Clippers. It's just very ironic and kind of weird that you have this energy towards him. Oh, and Pat Bev went at JJ and basically said, you were on the scrap heap. Uh, he saved your career. And now you're sitting here trashing him. And JJ wrote back, LOL, um, P- uh, Pat Bev, I actually had a four-year offer, my guy, with a player option for the same money to be a starter for a different team. F out of here. Saved my career. So that was J.J. Redick, Austin Rivers, and Pat Bev talking about Doc. But it has not been a good start no. in Milwaukee. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. But this is what you get when you take over a team midseason. You got you got to deal with these kind of things. Yeah, it's the, it's just it's it's very it's difficult. A, it's absolutely impossible. No, I do. Do you think, given what we've seen for 13 games, do you think Milwaukee goes, eh, we screwed this up? Or do you think they were just so fed up so. with the whole Adrian Griffin thing? Because there was there was just talk about that Griffin had rubbed people the wrong way. People didn't like his approach. They thought that he was screwing with Damian Lillard, like like in terms of not messing with him headwise, but just as a player, like the style they're asking to play. Do you think they were just like, well, this hasn't worked out yet, but it's still, we were not going to do anything with Adrian Griffin, so we had to try. If Giannis didn't get in, in along with Adrian Griffin in the NBA, that's all that matters. You know, and, and if he didn't get along with them, then they were going to get rid of him, and if... Look, here's the thing. We know Doc is going to get a three games to one series lead and lose it. That's, that's it. Maybe it's because Giannis doesn't actually watch any of the film. Maybe Adrian Griffin had a problem with that, as Bobby alluded to yesterday. And now we have the audio of this is Giannis saying, like, basketball, I, I, don't, I don't know anything or watch basketball. I just, in general, do not watch basketball. So stats, highlights. How people play, I have no idea, and I, I love it, you know. I love it when I go to the game. I have no idea who I'm playing and what they do. Right, how about that? He has no idea who he's playing or what they do well. <laughs> right? So now, so like, you're not in any team meeting scouting report? I hate that Giannis is so good that he can get yeah, away with this. Is, this is like me with golf. Like, just being an expert at right. it, like having no awareness, though, just stepping out on the uh, course with the old <laughs> golf stick. Yeah. And just so, yeah. smacking the old dimpled orb. <laughs> <laughs> Dimple door, like game to game. Yeah, there's it's a, this is not like the NFL where there's like game planning to the point of, you know, all these like hours of film sessions and stuff. It's like week to week in the NBA, you're basically like, all right, this guy doesn't really like to go. You know, he, we need to force him left. It's not like in the playoffs. He in the playoffs. I mean, they watch film. Yeah, they watch film, but it's not like they're not game playing like in the NFL game right. to game. You know, they're not... It's not a whole week for one game. It's it's more of like, all right, they try to do this, let's try to do this. Because in the NFL, you're literally trying to win every game. In in the NBA, they've shown you they're not trying to win every game. When they sit Luka and Kyrie, the Mavs aren't trying to win that game. It's a long play. But when you get to the postseason, that's when you really start the game. This is like a hitter saying, I don't want to know what's coming, I guess. Yeah. Or... I don't know. I'd be surprised. You could watch film, but you don't don't want to know. I mean, they have scouting reports. I mean, when you're when your nickname is the Greek freak, when you are a freak to that level, I, I guess you can you can do that. But again, this is like you just mentioned, Sean. This is the the balanced superstar. Like gone is the killer it's instinct the Euro. of it's the Euro. Well, just gone is this killer instinct in in the NBA today. It feels like where like the Kobe Jordan. Like not only am I just so devoted to winning and screw all my relationships. It's it's like the old. Uh, at the thing Kevin Garnett used to say or others where it's like, I knew things about you personally. Like I, that's how prepared they wanted to be. They want to know things about personally about you so they could say it to you on the court. Yeah. Like they were that intense. And now it's just like, no, everybody's friends. That's why, you know, that is why I like Anthony Edwards. Like that is why I have an appreciation for him is because he does seem to have a little bit more of the old school. Like we're not friends here, dude. 
but also though, if you're Adam Silver, do you want one of your star players saying, "I don't really like the league. I don't really watch the league." No, like you want your players to watch it because, like, if they don't, if they don't watch the league, there was a tweet from 2021. Dame had said basically, "I watch a ton of NBA and box scores, and it's quite evident." Listen to some people; they don't watch the association. He was probably talking about people on TV or analysts, mm-hmm. but. A little did he know he was talking about his future teammate. Yeah, see, I don't know. I, I think that I don't know that there's a commissioner who would, would care less about players saying that than Adam Silver. Adam Silver got the reputation he did, got to the, the place that he did and the security did because he is the player's commissioner. Like, he is the, the guy who just looks out for them and, and those are his guys and he's going to, you know, protect them at all costs and everything like that. That I don't, I, I don't think he would ever do anything to have any sort of concern. That's why the players probably feel like that level of comfort. That's why John Morant probably feels the level of comfort he does to do what he does or Draymond does what he does. All right, a couple of uh, investigations uh, into myself and RJ Choppy. The first coming from Harris County. Oh. where? Where's that? It's Houston, right? H-Town. A man was shot to death after he allegedly tried to steal a barbecue pit from another person's home on Sunday. Mm. Everyone sent me this story. I sent it to... Hurtado, and I sent it to Panther City because Panther City got his barbecue pits jacked in Fort Worth. Investigators determined the deceased male had stolen a barbecue pit from the shooter's residence. The homeowner exited his residence and gave chase in his own vehicle. That is where people are saying he's going to get screwed here, that he chased. He went after the thief. Homeowner Uh. caught up and confronted the male who was stealing the barbecue. Um... The homeowner, fearing for his safety, fired several times after he believed the driver of the vehicle who stole from him had possibly retrieved a weapon. So that's his possible out. He's saying, oh, he was going for a weapon. Fired several times. Suspect was pronounced dead at the scene. So some people are saying, my friends were joking, this is justified. You don't steal from barbecue from other people in the great state of Texas. You don't. Pursuit, pursuit, pursuit is a problem, though. is a problem. Mm-hmm. Pulled pursuit. Tried that. Pulled pursuit. Yeah. Pulled pursuit. Think of a lot of yes. barbecue. Yeah. Burnt, yeah. burnt ending. Burnt ending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the crime. The problem. Yeah. That's the crime. Uh, man, barbecue is so serious here. We got GPS trackers. That's how Panther City found their barbecue. Throw them air tags on it. They had yeah. air tags. They had on air their, tags <laughs> on their. Uh, on their on their on their smokers. That's Texas, baby. Yep. No. You yeah. You, you you like I I guess the rule is you're. If someone's on your property breaking into your home, it, it's a different. But once you start chasing them. Yeah. Oh, someone told me, like, when I got my gun, if someone breaks in your house, but they turn around to leave and you shoot them in the back, I could be in trouble. So they're, like, attempting to leave. And I was like, what? Are you, are you kidding me? I, dude, someone told me if, they, if you shoot them in your front yard, drag them in the house. Rules. <laughs> some, some of these rules, and obviously this is Canada, I have no idea. But, like, Montreal recently, police were warning homeowners because they had their they ring doorbells up and like catching porch pirates and stuff like that, that Montreal police had to put out warnings of don't post that footage online of the porch pirates because that's a violation of their privacy. You can't post videos of their faces <laughs> of them stealing your stuff because you could be prosecuted for that. And this Look. one is for you, Choppy, from Tolo J. Ochoa, who's going to your broadcast tomorrow night with Bobby. Mm-hmm. Carlton State ESPN Plus. Man stabbed at LA Fitness in dispute over the leg press. 69-year-old Stabbed a man at an L.A. fitness over workout equipment. This was in Austin. Mm. Okay? So this guy was arrested behind the building after he was uh, charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. A man 
waiting to use the leg press machine that the guy was waiting for told him, hey, find something else to do. The victim was eventually able to use the machine, and he later came upon the guy in the locker room. He chased the victim and stabbed him in the butt with a folding knife that was four to six inches long. Stabbed him in the butt with a four to six inch knife. Police said that the victim suffered non-life-threatening injuries. But the guy yelled out, the 69-year-old, who else wants some? Like Debo. Yeah. (laughs) That's my bike. He said, who else wants some? And then yelling it to other people in the gym, he fled on foot. Officers found him behind the building. And he said, I just got out of prison for this. Y'all can't arrest me. 2012, pled guilty to aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and was ordered to serve a 10-year prison sentence. He was jailed on a $50,000 bond. How intense does it get at the leg machine, Chavi? What what piece of equipment would possibly cause this in your gym? And have you gone back to this gym after you told, called that guy the B word? Oh, yeah, I've gone back. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him. I, I, I Scared him off. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I scared him off. Uh, look, this, this is good, though. This is I'm, I'm, I'm really actually happy with this story because it shows that men are working legs. <laughs> All right, it's a very good story. Now, the guy who stabbed him, instead of saying who wants some, he should have said something like, you should have worked your glutes more, and you would have broke the knife. Yeah. You would have broke the knife. All you had to do was squeeze your butt together, and it would have <laughs> broke this net. It broke the knife because you're a unit. That's what would have happened. But, what? look, I'm, I'm happy. Guys are doing legs. This is great news. You don't want to have chicken legs. You don't want that. Pot calling the kettle black there, though, Choppy, from you, like like accusing somebody of not having good enough glutes. Because you talk in here every break, it feels like, talking about how your glutes aren't up to standard and you're upset I have that. I have no butt. Like, I, I, I work it out all the time. I have no butt. None. You need a BBL. I do. I do. Sarah always makes, makes comments. You have no butt. Mike Bassick is in the building. I thought he was missing today. He's back for KMC Crosstalk next on The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Try to figure out why Hagelin is not. There's no mic over there. You broke it. You destroyed it. Yeah. That's I fair. thought they fixed it. In a it. bit of rage. Yeah, it was still broken. I oh. think they decided. What happened to it? 
Ah, uh, somebody glued it back together. And so when I slightly tapped it, it fell apart. He's like Andre the Giant. He just doesn't know, you know, when he touches something, the power and force behind it. Yeah, and then all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put the microphone back together again. We're all dads, right? Really Humpty Dumpty yeah. You know Humpty Dumpty wasn't an egg? Is that a Humpty Dumpty rhyme? Is that what that's from? Yeah. Humpty Dumpty was a cannon. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together again. I thought it was from the Kingsman. And then your Humpty Dance is your chance. What's coming up, Corey? Uh, Guys, the story behind the most iconic statement in Rangers history right out of the gate. Then our new segment, Puck Around and Find Out. And then at 1040, Jamie Moyer, the oldest Mm. baseball pitcher in the history of baseball, I think. (laughs) Is that true? He's close. He was 49 years old his last year in the majors. Satchel, right? I think so. (laughs) He is 52 or 53. I don't want to blow up the segment, but I would like to ask uh, Choppy and Bobby, what is the most iconic segment? Oh, segment. What's the most iconic statement in Rangers history? Hello, Wincall. Yeah. Mm. That's what I would go to. Mark Holtz. Okay. I would disagree. Or it's baseball time in Texas. Uh, maybe. You're I not dreaming. That's the way baseball go. That's the way baseball goes. No. Could that be it? That you. Is there a clear you kind of arrived. Ranger in this fans, area you're not dreaming, happened, right? Rangers fans, you're not dreaming. No. No. Okay. That's, 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 just, too, that's the way baseball goes. Hello, when Collins played. Yeah. At every win at home. It's baseball time in Texas. Played at every game at home. Rafael Palmero going. Period. Mm-hmm. Congress. Can you I ask? Did we have lift Congress pointing finger. I thought you were referencing Corey Seager at the parade at first. Oh, I don't uh, like. I don't love I, that so much. You don't? No, I mean Why? it's been used a lot like, by lots of different people. I mean, so that's a Kanye thing. Right? Growing up, Chuck Morgan didn't say it's baseball time in Texas. Not at Arlington Stadium. I don't remember it until. Is this? I don't know if this is correct or not. Was it after Josh Hamilton said we're not a baseball town? Is that when he said? No, or? it was before that. Okay, because that's. He's Chuck's got Tennessee ties, and that's what they've said at Tennessee. It's football time in Tennessee for decades. Okay, and I remember talking to him one time, and it's like that's because he's he's got like the Nashville area. So I think he brought. I, I remember it like when maybe like oh six. I grew I grew up with it, so that was okay. that was ninety seven ninety eight. So least. he would say it's baseball time. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just guess I forgot it till. And you're on the Rangers broadcast. I know. Great. Can you believe it? Oh. I know. You bring put Bobby in there, and I'm, we'll have games. I'm dressed for it today. I know. Sheesh. Well, we're not supposed to talk about it. Nah, yeah. I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, you seem kind of beaten down, but well. I'm not going to get in trouble for discussing it. You can save it for 10. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know about I'm not that. going anywhere near it. So uh, we're not doing free mic today? Is oh, the, my God. We were doing free I was, mic yesterday. I was enjoying Ongoing that on litigation. my drive yesterday. I think people were having fun with it. But I talked the, to our boss. He's like, some people took it seriously. And I was like, no, this is not. There's no. There. This is a. Well, I won't even say. Yeah, that's, that's not even. There's, there's Fantext fan text is in a lot of support of you, though, Mike. Good. So you have a lot of people behind you. What do you guys make of this Mavs ticket increase story? Have you dove into this, I Kevin? I haven't. I haven't. But, I mean, I've seen the social media posts and stuff that some of their tickets are going up 50%. Oh. And they're not doing loyalty pricing built in anymore. Yeah. Because the new ownership group's like, no thanks. Did you see that, Mike? I did not. Yeah. The loyalty program, according to many, yeah. going away. With the ticket increase. Just Sucks. real quick, when you said many, I saw I saw a couple posts 
has this like have other people jumped in and they're like yep me too me mm-hmm. too and gotten in on it and said that's the problem i'll reference michael uh, you know michael who texts us yes he's yeah, like he's a, somewhat of a ticket broker wouldn't you say yes yeah he says his seats section 110 um they're going from 94 to 128 and i said is is this the first raise like this in a long time he said yes for long-term season tickets this season my loyalty price was $94, but brand new season ticket holders in my same section, 106. That is why loyal season ticket holders are ticked off. Now, everyone in my section will pay 128 regardless of tenure. Isn't that a weird policy not to, like, reward like your a, returning? Especially a season ticket holder because they reward – They I remember them a while back. There was about, let's say, 100 people, give or take, that – were season ticket holders from 1980 till the 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 time that they put them up. I think on a banner. It yeah. might have been 2010 because it was the 30 year anniversary of the Mavericks. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure, it was. but that would really stink for them if they've been 40 plus years as a season ticket holder. That you would say, I I don't know that that doesn't seem right to me too. I'm going to throw this out. They understand. Uh, uh, a small increase, administrative fees. Sure, and stuff. but not they, they 25, 30, 50 no. percent. Stupid. Especially since they haven't like won. If <laughs> they just won two championships, I'd be like, oh well, what can you do? It happens, right? Yeah. But I would say also the NBA product over the last few years, they've intentionally said the regular season means nothing. Our guys are going to sit out. the The superstars you want to see. They're going to play hopefully 80% of the games. That's their mandatory number. They have to play 65 if they want to make all NBA teams or have an MVP uh, run at this thing. And so they've pretty much told us, look, your star player, you buy 41 games, hopefully he plays in 35 of them. But be thankful that he plays in 30. Those superstars that are coming into town, there's going to be 10 or 12 games that are bad teams that don't have anybody you really care to see. But out of those other, let's just say, 30 games – you have about a 60% chance, maybe 70 at best, of seeing LeBron James or John Morant or whoever it is play in those games. I, it's weird that they're pushing prices now when it seems like basketball is struggling a little bit. And then the follow-up in your mind is, okay, well, like, can they just replace those that are going to leave because of it? And then, Mike, I always hear you mocking and making fun of this, justifiably so, the attendance numbers. Yeah, well, guess who has the number one attendance in the NBA? Mavs. They're two. Oh. Eastern <laughs> Conference, not a top five seed. Ba- oh, not Boston. Oh, I don't know. I'll just read you the teams in order. Philadelphia? No, they're Chicago. Chicago, okay. Chicago, Dallas, Philly, Miami, not known to have like a great fan base. The Knicks, Denver. The Knicks would be better, but it's a small venue, right? Raptors, Isn't Cavaliers. Celtics are nine. Orlando has more attendance than the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. Are these, is this total number or percentage? Average. Oh, average. Average. Okay. I think for Miami and Dallas, what really helps is it's a show. You know, like people go to Mavs games. You've seen it. People go to Mavs games, not for basketball, but to be seen and like look at my fancy seats. So I think some of those seats, they'll be just fine. And then choppy hearing that we're not getting bad news. I, yeah, that's that's what I've heard. Very plugged in person said that from what they know. Text your boy Ted Cruz and ask him. And they have talked about it. This uh, is that it's not that even going to be on the ballot. It's not even going to be on the ballot. And, and Lieutenant Governor said in December, sucks. We, he goes, we don't we don't have the 15, 16 votes needed for one. And secondly, 
We've had zero people call up clamoring to get it on the back. Zero. That's, 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 well, that's the line that got me, Kevin. You say that sucks, but if there aren't a lot of, of voters saying they, it they need it, they yeah. have to have yeah. it, then it doesn't become anything for, for them. They don't need to do it. So they're like, well, we'll just keep going this way until people are like, we want. We we have to have that here. It's they'll, they'll do anything once it comes time to like vote them out. Yeah. Everybody will. I, I wonder if people are like, I have enough ways to circumvent the gambling laws that are in place, and if I want to go to a casino, I can hit up you know, so. Choctaw, Choctaw, Windstar, whatever. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, like I, I, there's gambling's not legal here in Texas. I've yeah. I've placed bets on sports. Yeah, like, me too. I, you? you? Know. I like to gamble. Yeah, he has oh, a bookie. Yeah. Oh yeah, Vegas. Did you end up leaving Vegas winning? Yes. Do you have a bookie? No. Oh, he is. Are you bookie. supposed to say that if you do? Probably I not. do. <laughs> I do. Say a lot of things. Stop winking at me, Bobby. <laughs> Kevin's. Book. I'm really fascinated by the stuff that Bobby looks at on his computer. What is he looking at over there? It's just a Reddit thread. I'm. Uh, I was. I was giving Hagee my mic. I was listening, but I was. Uh, I was saving uh, neighborhood watch stories for tomorrow. So we got uh, the Texas suspect that stole a bunch of cash from a Girl Scout cookie stand. Did you yeah. see this video? What a jerk. It's, it's terrible, man. Okay, Why yeah. would somebody do something As long as like it wasn't this? a barbecue pit, I think they're going to be okay. They got yeah. me the other day. They did get me. I was going into Tom Thumb to grab robbed? a couple they things. They stole your money? <laughs> no, well, the Girl Scouts did. They like I walked up, and they were like, well, you want to buy some good? And I was like, yes, of course. I got a box of Samoas for me and a box of Thin Mints for everybody else because Thin Mints are terrible. And, and uh, the Samoas were gone, you know, with a fly before Samoas I even had a chance delicious. to open them. They were gone. And yep. then my wife came home and she's like, hey, I got some Girl Scout cookies. And I was like, which ones did you get? And what'd she get? Samoas and Thin Mints. Choppy that's looks like he's ready to step to you. You said Thin Mints are terrible. terrible. Have you tried freezing them? Yeah. No, I, okay. yeah you just don't all like mints. You don't like peppermint. Not a huge mint when, fan. Name me the other cookie. <laughs> Where you Samoa. get a stack of them. Hang oh. on, you get a stack of them. You uh-huh. do like a stack of twelve, or just do ten. All right, you, <laughs> just do ten. And then you 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 break them in half, like you do five on each side, and then you can stack them like poker chips, where you move them <laughs> together. Okay, you shuffle them. What else? What are the cookie? Especially with the frozen. What does that have to when do with the flavor in my really mouth? Sound. It's very ASMR. Okay. Doesn't keep yeah, make one like that. It's a very not, ASMR not, thing. Not ASMR. Other, I know what you're talking what about. Else, what else? What are the cookie? Can you do that with none, my friend? I don't need to none. though. I don't. Meanwhile, need to do. you're eating a cookie that doesn't even know what it's called. In some cities, it's Samoas, and in others, it's Caramel Delights, okay? That is they don't true. even know what it's called. Thin true. Mints? Everyone knows what Thin Mints are, baby. Although, the Thin Mints in Fort Worth are different. different They're than flowery Yeah, they got, they got little holes in them, and they're flowery shaped. In the really? Way in Dallas. Yeah. Different, the, different uh, breeders. Not breeders. Not breeders. They don't breeders. breed these things. <laughs> Bakeries? <laughs> that would be dope, though. They don't breed, they don't breed these. It's the same thing so with Tagalongs. They're called peanut butter something or others in sure. the Fort Worth. And yeah, they're some of them are very different. Well, mint is a very specific flavor. Yeah, that, that one's the same. It's just the shape. I like thin mints just fine. I do too. They're great ice cream. Yeah, I don't I'm not a I'm not a huge I don't go after mint chocolate chip ice cream. I'd rather have like a vanilla. I yeah. I'll take vanilla over that. I'll take I but I'm like a I'm more of a caramel person. I like caramel flavored things. Ugh. Yeah. Caramel? Give me a creme brulee and I'm happy. Oh. oh okay. Yeah, I don't really know what that is. You don't? Well, it's like fancy ice cream. No, yeah, it's like pudding with pudding, a blow sugar, torch. Sugar and they blow, blow torch yeah. the top. Oh, yeah. Nice skin yeah. On I've there. seen, I've seen that it. before. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing over there? Sending an email. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. So defeated, no man. No. Yeah. Can I ask you guys just real quick? You were talking about the Girl Scouts. 
when you see somebody who's obviously going to ask you for money, do you always hear them out? Do you just give them something? Do you say, not today, I'm busy? Like, how, how does like that process? a Girl Scout or no, any no, no, no. Like, like at the stoplight right here yeah, every day? Ex- or at the gas station. I used I to feel say like I don't have cash, but now they're, they'll pull their, like the Girl Scouts pulled their phone out. And we're like, here you go. We can just scan mm-hmm. it. And I was like, dang it. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's like that bon- that mm, that guy that asked me if I had a, a <laughs> if he could borrow my cell God. phone, and I was like, I don't have a cell phone because I didn't. And it rang, it. and he no, and he goes, What do you mean you don't have a cell phone? I looked back at him, I went, You don't have a cell phone. <laughs> and walked inside Seven Eleven, then came out. He was in a fight. I've never done this, but. Could you deny Girl Scout cookies by just saying, I'm lactose intolerant? Because I think every cookie has to be made with some sort of whey or milk they, or yeah. egg. They have mm. some. They, so then they would sell you the ones. Free, so I don't know. Just say I'm on a diet. It's uh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting ready for a, a trip uh, to Cancun. I, I just bought some last week Shredding for my daughter. Season. Mm-hmm. Shredding season. Hold up your picture of Sam Hartman. Right. Oh, no, yeah. I, I don't see he's too thin. You can always throw out the I already bought some. Yeah. I already 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 did mine for this year. Man, what a way, what a crosstalk. Teaching ways to say no to the Girl Scouts. Kevin Hagelin special. We're back tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I want that. <laughs> oh, I thought you just said you're welcome. You Good took credit point. for it. Good yes. point. Mikey Bassick is back. We got Kevin Mala on tomorrow. The hump day edition. Hump day. He took o- me deep. Kevin Millardi? Yeah, he, I think he already talked to him about it. In his it. pajamas that he wore? He sat there and still had enough elbow uh, room. He and... loves Mike Bassick, though. He Kevin loves Kevin Millar loves everyone. Yeah. What no hitter offense, doesn't love <laughs> <laughs> Perfect ending. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.